Oh, have a banana. Yes, have a banana. Um, how are you, uh, Lurtle Nargardens and Flagdardle Blogdens? Uh, welcome to the Harland Highway. It is I, Harland Williams. And today, uh, a very special show, because we're going to let all you pavement pounders have a little tiny taste of what it's like to be a premium member. Now, we've been doing the premium membership for maybe just about a year now, maybe a little shorter, maybe a little longer, and people are loving being premium members, and a lot of you are probably on the fence. And a lot of you are probably like, I don't understand. What the hell's a premium member, man? Like, is that like premium gasoline or what? No, a premium member gets special, special content. Content that the rest of you don't get to hear. And so today, in order to let some of you inside of what the premium content sounds like, I am going to play a couple of segments that the premium members have already heard a long time ago. This is the stuff that you've been missing out on. So uh, I'll explain more on the other side of our, our theme song. Let's go. Let's get premium. This is the Harland Highway. Where am I? What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Willis? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. <laughs> what's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> What is it? Opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harlan Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Okay, so first of all, premium members, the people that are already premium members, please don't get upset. Don't get mad. Don't feel like you're being cheated. Uh, as you know, I put up a lot of premium content for you guys, but there's there's people that just will never go in and listen to it. There's people that will never spend the the huge amount of $20 to join premium membership. And to clear up any confusion, what we're going to do today is play some premium content, just two segments out of many, many, many. So again, premium members, please don't be upset because this is the only real way I can get other people to join the premium membership is by playing them a little sample. So let's say I put up 40 premium segments. They're going to get two today. Ones that you've all, you had the, you had the, uh, you were privy to hearing way before anyone else. So I don't want you to feel you're getting ripped off. Like, Hey man, I paid premium. Why are these people getting it for free? Well, they're getting it for free because I want to get more people onto the premium boat, and it's only two little segments. So I hope you understand where I'm coming from, and you're cool, and you don't feel uh, ripped off in any way. Um, they're getting 1% of what you guys get. Um, and I'll probably do it again way down the road, just as a little teaser. This is like a teaser. So all you uh, pavement pounders that haven't joined our premium content... $20 a year, 
It gets you all kinds of extra stuff with the characters. It gets you extra stuff, uh, special shows that I do. It gets you a live stand-up comedy that I do. And so on today's very special episode, and I hope I hope all of you line up and join the premium membership, which you can do by going to harlowilliams.com and uh, go on the uh, Harland Highway app and join, or go to your cell phone and just type in the Harland Highway on your app store, and it's very easy to become a premium member. Uh, and been getting great feedback. People are really loving it, so I want you to love it too, and at the same time help support uh, the podcast. So two segments today. One is live stand-up. Uh, it's one that I did not too long ago where I pretended I was the world's only Zika comic, stand-up comedian. So this is me live at a stand-up comedy club. And then the second one is a special, special visit with me and my Aunt Ruthie. And again, this is uh, stuff that only premium members were privy to, and I want you guys to get on board. So have a listen. Hope you enjoy. And if you become a premium member, this is the kind of great stuff you're going to get to have. So here we go. Let it roll. Oh, hey, 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 premium members. How are you? Welcome to another premium edition of the Harland Highway just for you. No, 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 no. The other wonderful pavement pounders don't get to hear this stuff. Just you. Because you went ahead and became a premium member and you deserve to be treated special. And so you get all this material that nobody else gets to hear. Just you. PMs, premium members. So thank you so much, you guys, for joining up. I hope you're enjoying the premium content. Uh, as you know, when I go out and do my stand-up comedy, I like to experiment. I like to try different things. And so today's premium content is yours truly uh, down at the, uh, the world-famous Laugh Factory on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood, California. Live. Well, it's not live. I, I, I recorded this live, but it's obviously not live because I'm talking to you. Hello. Um, but on this night, I decided to kind of go up on stage under the under the uh, the fantasy that I was the very first stand up comedian with the Zika virus. I, I was the I'm the the world's first Zika comedian. Now I don't really have the Zika virus, and I I feel bad for those that do. And this isn't to mock people with the Zika virus. It was just a, it was just a ridiculous point of view to go on stage, you know, being proud and touting that I'm the world's first Zika comedian it's just it's so ridiculous that I thought it would be funny and so I played that up quite a bit out of the gate I built everyone up and uh, kind of ran with it and then you know as I as I went along through most of this acts improvisational uh, I don't know that I even did any material I might have I don't know if I did I think I was up there 20 minutes I'm not sure if I did any material at all but I talked to the crowd and uh You'll hear there's, there's a beat in here where I, I kind of figured out, well, I kind of anointed some guy that was sitting alone that he was a serial killer. 
and I ran into some, some uh, Asian people in the back where I talked to them about their culture. Now, keep in mind, sometimes when you listen to this stuff and you're not there, I don't know if sometimes it sounds like mean or vicious or cruel, but it's not. Believe me, the way I, the way I approach my audiences, the way I deal with them, it's all with a wink and a nod and a grin on my face, and the people in the crowd know that I'm messing with them to a degree. Most of them do, but but uh, it's never malicious. It's never meant to be harmful or mean, or it, it's just silly and fun, and it's ridiculous. And, and if you're in the room, and maybe you'll capture this uh, listening, you, you, you will catch the tone and the mood and the feel that I set when I cast my spell over these these victims over these these customers so uh so here we go uh let's go along for the ride uh please enjoy the world's first zika stand-up comedian just for you my premium members thanks again for joining and uh enjoy the show bring this next guy up he's one of my favorites seriously love watching him perform you guys are gonna love him. Start clapping right now. Get the energy up. Larry Smith from Fresno, guys, come on! Perfect, Ralph. Perfect. Thank you. Whoa. Hey, gang. How about a hand for the whole room? Everyone's really gonna try. I feel like uh, it's been a real honest, uh, honest effort tonight, and uh, I appreciate that. I want everyone to know that the staff, uh, the management, uh, Louise Carlson in the back, she's back there. Uh, our sound guy, uh, Tom uh, Edison, he's, he's up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you're going to laugh at people, uh, you know, uh, Carol Davidson uh, in the kitchen back there. Uh, we got the, I see people have drinks. Uh, great, great bartending uh, staff back there. We got Eddie Montgomery and uh, Paul uh, McCharles. Great, great. <laughs> Okay, well, if you're going to laugh with people, uh, you know, maybe not uh, proud for me. Uh, it's great to see everyone. Uh, this is, uh, wow, this has been a uh, whirlwind week for me, as uh, I guess most of you know. Uh, have people been watching uh, CNN? Who watches CNN? And uh, Fox and MSNBC? And, yeah. Uh, maybe uh, not the crowd for me. Uh, what a whirlwind! You know, uh, you know, you you look at uh, people in the the media in the spotlight, and you just have no idea the firestorm that erupts when uh, you're thrust into the spotlight the way I was this week. And uh, I had no idea uh, that coming out this week as the first uh, North American comedian, and it wasn't easy, uh, the first, <laughs> the first uh, North American comedian uh, with, with uh, the Zika virus. And, you know, the questions that they've all been asking, uh, you know, how did you get the Zika? You know, how, how do you feel? Do you, you have night sweats? Are you, do you shiver? Do you, 
you know, do you hide in a corner and shiver in your own shadow? Uh, do you go to Mary Callender's and uh, sweat into your meatloaf? Things like this. And uh, here's how I got it, and I think we all know, we all heard of the Zika virus, we all know it's a sexually transmitted disease from mosquitoes. Mosquitoes! And, uh, in a way, I guess I blame myself, gang. Sir, if you could just pay a little more attention to my words. Uh, anyone here been to Florida at all? This should help uh, tie the room together. Have you been there? I saw you had your hand up right away, man. When, when were you there, my love? Pardon me, love? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? What, what part of Florida were you, my dear? Miami, Miami that's, that's, the, that's the area. That's where it went down for me. That's, that's where I got Zika. Uh, what were you doing down there, my love? Vacationing. Vacation. Pardon? Partying. Partying, and, and then there was a beat. <laughs> uh, well, Izzy, this is where it happened to me. Uh, the mosquito, and again, sexually transmitted disease by a mosquito. I'm on the beach late at night. The air is warm. It's tropical. Uh, there was a full moon kid. I know you must like a full moon because, you know, you've got that teen wolf hairdo. Uh, <laughs> and I'm out on the beach, and has anyone here ever had sex on the beach? Be, let's be honest, gang. Look, I, I do real comedy. I don't come up here and make up premises. I don't, oh boy, I'm tired. I just flew. Uh, hey, you know, I do real uh, shit. So if you don't like real shit, uh, you know, why don't you just grab your clits and fuck off? <laughs> Has anyone had sex on the beach before? There's got to be someone in this room who's had sex on the beach. Have you, ma'am? Right here. Thank you. Well, which beach, my love? Manhattan Beach. Manhattan Beach. <laughs> Miami Beach. You're just like a sand sweat. Uh, but uh, so, you know, you get this sexually transmitted diseases by mosquitoes, and here I am in the hotbed of Zika, I'm in Miami, I'm on a beach in the middle of the night, and I'm naked, uh, you know, sir, you can picture that if you want. <laughs> I'm naked on the beach, and I'm going to get a little graphic here, but let's not all pretend we went to hoo-ha college, okay? We're all human, I think everyone in this room has had sex, so if I get a little graphic, I just calm down. Uh, I was on the beach just giving her. Okay? I mean, I was on the beach, I was just giving her that. Fucking, you know, just like fucking deep and delicious McCain's deep and delicious cake from Hamilton. And, uh, and I'm there on the beach and I'm fucking this mosquito. <laughs> And it must have been a virgin, because there was blood everywhere, right? Just blood. It's an odd thing, a mosquito. Has anyone been bit by a mosquito this summer at all? Anybody? Yeah, well, you, well, you've done just about anything, man. Now and I won't ask the crowd, I'll just come right to you. Anyone ever slam their cock in a revolving door? Oh, yes. Of course, you have, ma'am. While you were getting fucked on a beach and fucking... Man, 
Sam, if you would do me a favor and just look away, I don't like your eyes. <laughs> Types. They just want blood. They want to suck blood. And you think if you were a specialist in in consuming blood, you got <laughs> a Red Cross truck? <laughs> Hold on, I know my siren. Shh. Oh, okay. Gonna, some guy in a truck uh, somewhere's gonna uh, you know throw my routine. Uh, he can go. Uh, you know, he can go to Veggie Grill, uh, put his clit on a portobello mushroom sandwich, and slam it with a fucking uh, Chinese-Korean uh, waffle iron. Fuck uh, him, I win that round. Uh, but, uh, you know, you'd think if you were a specialist in uh, sucking blood, you, you, you'd have an idea, right? You, like an anteater knows to go into a fucking, uh, fucking ant nest, okay? A fucking anteater knows, uh, you know, there's a fucking, uh, toy mite mound over there. I'm gonna go lick me some, uh, fucking toy mites. I'm a fucking anteater over here, right? So you think a mosquito would go right for the fucking, uh, vernacular or whatever that one is. The, the jugular. Is it the jugular? You think it would hit a fucking juicy, like, heroin vein or something, right? These fucking dumbass, uh, I'm gonna say it, fucking retard fucking mosquito. You'll just be, there'll be one like on your fucking eyebrow where there's tons of fucking bone, like right there, the little fucking thing. How does it even get in there? What do you get off of me, you retard? Sam, <laughs> are you retarded too? <laughs> I don't want to offend you. She's everything. She's a retard too, and I don't want to offend. Great, sir, I just uh, noticed you're all alone, guy. Yeah. I mean, no, no, that's, we don't laugh at alone people. <laughs> we don't laugh at them because we have compassion for our fellow human beings. We don't know this loner's story. <laughs> we don't know why he's alone, why he's hurting, why his eyes are filled with pain. <laughs> we don't know why he's got a brand new Home Depot shovel in the back of his car. <laughs> and it's compassionate human beings, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, the giggles stop at McDonald's. We <laughs> the laugh factory. We uh, we care about our fellow human beings and when they're alone, well the rest of us are secure and safe in a group with a companion. We reach out to our friends that have nobody. Why are you alone, guy? The what? They cancel. They canceled on you. Yeah. Who's they? The people that were going to show up. The people that were going to show up. Friends? So-called friends. Imaginary? What's that? 
You can't go catfishing. No, no, we're going to grab monologues. (laughs) Because if you look in this sea of faces of people that are with someone, they can wake up in the morning and go catfishing. But you can't because you have no one to untie the boat and push you out. But what you do get to do tonight that they don't is you get to enjoy murdering. (laughs) And they don't get that because they'll be witnesses. But you, alone, creeping through the blueberry bushes. couple back here. I just got to point this out because I don't want to hurt anyone with my comedy. Retard, I do this for fun. This isn't about hurting. This is about having some giggles. I don't know if you saw the sign. Uh, This isn't the Cheesecake Factory gang. This is the Lagoa Factory. Now, earlier I made a reference uh, and it might have been... Cold. It might have been insensitive for me to throw it out there, but I believe I said a, a Chinese-Korean waffle iron. <laughs> it was a throwaway. I didn't think it would hurt anybody. I didn't think it would hit anybody right here. But then, with my perceptive eyes, some say I have the night vision of an owl. I don't say it, others do. I look towards the back of the room and I see two Asian friends. One looks Chinese and one looks Korean. And I have to ask you two, do you have a waffle iron? You what? Koreans don't make waffle iron. Koreans don't. I was talking to the Chinese lady. <laughs> so you're Korean, my friend. I'm definitely Korean, yeah. You're definitely Korean. Did you think I was going to run down and DNA you or something? <laughs> Now, I know Korean people have beautiful, exotic names. Most of us have boring, run-of-the-mill names. David, Larry, Karen, Barbara. (laughs) But this fucking waffle iron wingnut, this guy's going to have one of the most flowery, beautiful, exotic names you've ever heard. In fact, some of you are probably going to shart when you hear it. Now, sir, no bullshit. I want to hear your full name first and last. Go. And when I say go, I mean that's probably your first name, isn't it? What's your name, guy? Give it to me. Work with me, guy. Work with me. It's Sung Woo. Was I right, gang? Sung Woo. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen. To take advantage of the beauty of that name, the exotic sensibility of that name, tonight, I want all of you, when you're achieving, when you orgasm, 
I don't want you to moan or yell out our Lord's name. I want you to go, ah, 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 Chung Wu. I won't regret that. Remember you Chinese, my love? No, the, the, the lady beside my Korean friend, Chung Wu. What, ma'am? Filipino, same thing. <laughs> now, ma'am, I know you have a beautiful exotic name with a hidden meaning to it. Many of these Asian names have a, a meaning like Chung Wu probably means uh, God of Fire or Dragon with Gingivitis, something. <laughs> Am I right, Wang Chung? <laughs> Now, ma'am, your name, ready, go. Maria. Maria. So you're, you're Mexican, Puerto Rican? <laughs> Maria what, ma'am? Sanchez. Sanchez. <laughs> now, can I say two words to you, ma'am? Can I say two words? Ma'am, may I have your permission to say two words? Uh... Ancestry.com Filipino, <laughs> she's Filipino. I'm a little Vietnamese schoolboy, huh, guy? So if you could take your hand off your mouth, it makes me think you're a spitting cobra from the jungles of the Borneo forest and you're about to inject venom into my face. And if you give me a hard time, my friend will kill you. <laughs> Well, now, I didn't expect you to cheers that guy. But really, I think we just uh, fucking peeled back the onion right there. Now. Great crowd. Real sexual energy here tonight. Real sexual energy here tonight. Ma'am, you have a very, very cheery disposition. Your name, my love, and then I gotta pop right into my routine, gang. <laughs> Ma'am, your name, love? Stephanie. Stephanie, beautiful name, huh? Shall we? You like that? <laughs> Chewbacca, did you hear me? <laughs> Stephanie, what do you do, my love? Let's get through this gang, and then we're gonna pop right into my routine. Let's have some summer fun. <laughs> what do you do, love? I'm going into my senior year. You're going into your senior year. Here we go. Whereabouts, love? UC Santa Barbara. UC Santa Barbara? No, I don't, because I'm surrounded by walls. <laughs> You see fucking Santa Barbara? <laughs> like a fucking x-ray vision of this asshole. <laughs> Stephanie, gang, here we go, okay? Gang, here we go. What are you studying at USC, ma'am? Here we go. What are you studying, Film. Steffers? Huh? Film. Film, holy shit. That'll be nice, getting hold of people's dirty teeth. <laughs> so if you can not scratch your chin, it's strong already. <laughs> How are you, man? You having fun? Let me ask you this: You ever put a Cheerio in your asshole? 
and whistle a Rihanna song? <laughs> you will, you will. Whistle and Willie over here. Huh? Well, if you could maybe not wait just in the middle of my uh, routine. I know I have to make a living, but uh, you know, uh, sometimes when a waitress approaches in the middle of uh, my summer uh, concert series, I'm uh, actually gonna lie. I like this guy right here. Cool. I'm going to call you Cool and Luke because you got the cool. You're, I look around this room full of nerds and losers. <laughs> and what I see is a cool guy right here. Give me your name, guy, and then we're going to jump right into my act. <laughs> what is it? Eric. Here we go, gang. Here we go. Let's lay down some pipe. What are you What do you do, guy? You work for the government. Holy shit, everyone's a little tense right now. Everyone's a little mad at the government. We got two incredibly uh, opposed uh, uh, presidential candidates right now. Uh, can I just take a little, before we get into your life, can I take a little, who's going for the Trumper? Who's Trumping it up? Now, one person in here is for Trump. What's that, ma'am? What's that, Pete's fucker? <laughs> I can't believe not one person is going for Trump. There we go. See now, I know there's other people, and this is the sad state of American politics. We're in the land of the free. America, the land of the free. And no one in this room felt free enough to say who they wanted to vote for. That's sad. So I have to assume everyone else is voting for cankles. <laughs> okay, have you seen the fucking beef patties on fucking people? I'm the biggest. Shouldn't you be on a riverbed in Colorado stomping dinosaur footprints into the mud? <laughs> Okay, well now I see uh, I got the light and it uh, looks like I don't have time to pop into my act. <laughs> well, there you go. The technology and my, my, uh, my recording device just fizzled out there right at the end. But luckily I was just, it was on my last words. I was about to say goodnight to the crowd so you didn't get to hear my final goodbye. But as you can hear, I did get to one joke in my act right at the end. The uh, the Kankles joke about Hillary Clinton uh, is is a uh, is a real joke from my act. So I guess the whole rest of that that whole set was just made up on the spot. And I guess the thing I like about doing that not only you know feels like the crowd likes it, but but I just don't know what the hell's gonna come out of my mouth. And, you know, I, I have to listen to these back just to make sure that there's no technical glitches or anything like that. And, and I hate to sound like a jackwad, but I was actually laughing myself listening to this. It was some, I don't know. That's the fun of comedy. And that, that's the joy of what I do. I, I get to laugh with people. I get to laugh uh, at myself. I hope I make you guys laugh. And, uh... And that was a fun night with the uh, the world's first Zika comic, serial killer in the crowd, 
my uh, Asian friends. We had a woman who liked to have sex on a beach. We had a uh, woman that went to UC San Diego, and I convinced her that I could not see San Diego, and so on and so on. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. It is an honor, a pleasure to supply this material just for you guys, my premium members. Uh, please tell your friends to jump on board, and I sincerely thank you once again for uh, making the effort to support the show and support the podcast and all that fancy stuff. So there you go. Until the next one, gang, uh, keep it real in the deal, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, hit you up soon with more premium content. Until then, you know the drill. Chicken chow mein, baby! So there you go, my regular pavement pounders. There's a little taste of what premium members get, uh, you know, two, three, four times a month. I try to drop that kind of stuff into the premium membership. And now here's another little sample, and this is the last one you're getting because I don't want to give too much away and I don't want my premium members to get pissed off. You're going to get one more clip. This is a visit with me and Aunt Ruthie. And then after you've heard these two, I urge you to uh, go into uh, the App Store, join the Harland Highway app, uh, join the premium membership, $20 a year for all this extra stuff. And I hope it's making you laugh. And I hope you feel it's worth it because... I think the people that have joined have uh, been really excited about it and uh, really think it's worth it. So I want you to enjoy it as well. So here you go. Here's me with a very twisted, as it always is, visit with my Aunt Ruthie. Hey, 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 premium members. How are you? Happy New Year, premium members. Uh, so glad to have you here. Thanks for uh, being premium members and... Uh, as you know, being premium members, you get special treatment. You get special material that no one else gets to hear except for you premium members. And this is a this is a wonderful, heartwarming segment where, I, as you know, my Aunt Ruthie calls into the show a lot, and I never talk to her. She always leaves me these long-winded phone messages. She always seems to get into trouble. And so I thought I'd better finally call her back and just check in. And lo and behold, it turns out um, it just is so heartwarming. She wa- When I was a little boy, she used to read me Curious George books. And I got on the phone, and she got sentimental and asked if she could read some Curious George to me. And, you know, hopefully it's, it's, it's going to be nice. But I always worry about Aunt Ruthie. She's a little bit off. So uh, she did leave me that message that she wanted to read me some Curious George. Uh, let's let's get to her phone call. And Roger, can you hook her in? Okay, Roger is dialing her number right now. And uh, premium members, I hope you enjoy this phone call between me and my wonderful Aunt Ruthie up in Brooklyn, New York. Okay, she's, she's on. Okay, Roger's signaling me. She's on the line. Let's uh, Let's pick it up. Uh, hello, Aunt Ruthie. How are you? Oh, hello, little angel. Listen to your voice. You sound like an angel playing a harp in the middle of a cloud full of dandelions and lemonade. Uh, 
Okay, well, how's how's Uncle Harry, Aunt Ruthie? Oh, Uncle Harry's good. He's lay, he's having his afternoon nap, little angel. He's laying down. He's resting his psoriasis scabs. He has four or five of them all up and down his legs. He looks like a like a some kind of almost like a couple of giraffes walking side by side when he wears shorts. Well, what do you mean, Aunt Ruthie? Well, he's got these goddamn psoriasis scabs all up and down his legs, and that you know he, he spotted like a fucking giraffe or a leopard or something. I mean, when he when he walks around the house, it looks like a couple of giraffe necks crawling around the floor. I mean, it actually makes me feel sick. Oh my God! Has he has he got his ointment? Well, I put some oatmeal on his legs. Uncle Harry says the oatmeal takes away the itching from his psoriasis, little angel. Have you ever put oatmeal on your legs, little angel? Uh, no, Aunt Ruthie, I haven't. Well, if you ever get these big red psoriasis scabs with the dry skin and the flaking and the pus, try putting some fresh oatmeal on. Okay, Aunt Ruthie, uh, I, I get it, I get it. Oh, you're such a sweetheart. How's everything down in the Hollywoods? You're making the movies and the televisions, Angel. Well, I, you know, right now I'm, I'm getting ready to do a comedy tour. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, you, you like my... No, I'm just, I say it's funny because your Uncle Harry and I, we never found you that funny. And I guess I find it funny that you, you're actually, you're making money doing this, are you, little angel? Uh, yes, Aunt Ruthie, I actually make a living at telling jokes and being funny. Okay, I can't tell if you're joking with Aunt Ruthie right now, because I find it hard to believe that someone is boring as fucking... Aunt Ruthie, if, 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 if we could just... Get on with it. You said you wanted to. Oh, that's right. Listen, Angel, when you were a little boy, do you remember when your mother had to go to the, you know, to the clinic... Well, yes. And, you know, she'd go for a few weeks at a time, sometimes maybe a couple of months at a time. They put her in that funny little room. Yes, yes, Aunt Ruthie. And you'd have to stay with me and Uncle Harry. And I would remember I would put you on my lap and I would read you uh, the, 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 the book about the little hairy monkey who got into all kinds of mischief and whatnot. Yeah, I remember Curious George. It was my favorite little book. And you know, well, Angel, I just I almost well up with tears when I when I think about the time we spent together, you with your little mop top and your freckles and your diaper sticking out from under your pants. Well, okay. And I was wondering, a little angel, I missed those times together where we sat together, just you and your Aunt Ruthie. Well, I, I remember them sort of, Aunt Ruthie. And I was wondering if, you know, if maybe possibly I could just, you know, while we're on the phone, I could read you one of the Curious George stories with that little hairy fucking uh, ape. Well, I, th- I think he's a monkey, uh, Aunt Ruthie. I mean, whatever. He looks, to be honest, he looks Armenian to me. I've never seen so much hair. Aunt, Aunt Ruthie, now let's... Uh... Let's. Would you would you mind, little angel? Would you mind if I, if I if I just read you the story of Curious George, just one of them, real quickly? Would would do Aunt Ruthie's heart a world of good? Well, uh, that's a little awkward, but. Oh, don't be so shy, little angel. Come on, you little fuck. Aunt Ruthie. 
Come on, let Aunt Ruthie read to you, Curious George. I mean, look look at this hairy little fuck. He looks like a baby Robin Williams. He's got so much hair all over. Okay, Aunt Ruthie, yes. Go ahead, and, and then I've got to... I've got to get going. I've got things to do. I understand you, Hollywood hotshot, little angel. Okay, here we go. Curious George. And I'll read you the story, and then I'll tell you what the picture says. You mean what the picture looks like? Whatever. Excuse you. No, I mean... Can I read, please, little angel? Yes, yes, Aunt Ruthie. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. This is George. He lived in Africa. He was a good little monkey and always very curious. And in the picture, he's swinging around on a tree eating a banana. But, you know, if you ask me, it looks like he's sucking a yellow cock, if you ask me. Aunt Ruthie! I'm just saying, it's a very phallic image, and the monkey's got this... Fucking naughty grin on his face like he just came from, like, a monkey gay bar or something. Aunt Ruthie, can we... Okay, let's keep going. One day, George saw a man. He had on a large yellow straw hat. The man saw George, too. What a light, what a nice little monkey, he thought. I would like to take him home with me. Uh, hello, can we get an amber alert in the African jungle? This fucking perv wants to take the hairy little boy home. Aunt Ruthie! Well, I'm just saying, I mean, I, I find it a little queer that, you know, a guy, first of all, who has a yellow hat around, what is he, a, a beekeeper or something? I mean, this this guy's wandering around in the woods looking for hairy little monkeys. If we could just keep going, Aunt Ruthie... Okay, here we go. He put his hat on the ground, and of course, George was curious. He came down from the tree to look at the large yellow hat, and then there's a picture here, and it's all... Have you ever seen that show, Little Angel? You mean Hollywood. You've probably been on it. To Catch a Predator? Have you ever seen that show, Little Angel? There's a picture of this guy, and he not only is his hat yellow, he's wearing, like... A yellow jumpsuit and yellow shorts. And he's looking up at the tree, at little, the, the little hairy bastard. And then it's almost like he puts his hat out like it's a trap. Just wait. He's hiding behind the tree waiting for this little fucking hairy Armenian monkey to... Aunt Ruthie, the, the monkeys aren't Armenian. I know, Angel. I'm just saying because the hair. They're, they're both very hairy. Well, that's a little rude. Can I finish here? Go ahead, Aunt Ruthie. The hat had been on the man's head. George thought it would be nice to have it on his own head. He picked it up and put it on. Now, do you see that? They used the word head twice. And that got me thinking, maybe this pervert with the yellow hat wants to give the monkey some head. He wants to take the little monkey penis, put it in his mouth, and roll the tip of it around on his tongue. And Ruthie! Can you not... Can you just stick to what's written on the page? Well, I mean, you don't have to yell at you, Aunt Ruthie. I'm just trying to read you a story, Holland. Okay, go ahead, please. 
The hat covered George's head. He couldn't see. The man picked him up quick and popped him into a bag. George was caught. Oh, my God. What is this? It's almost like sex trafficking with a hairy little... It's not sex trafficking. Well, there's a picture here. He's got his hat over the monkey, and then he's got him tied in a bull-up bag, Holland. Do you remember when you were a little boy and your Uncle Harry brought home a whole sack of potatoes in a burlap bag? Do you remember that? And he cut them open and they all dropped out on the driveway. And you thought your Uncle Harry had done some, some dinosaur shit. Remember you loved dinosaurs when you were a little boy? And you saw like 78 potatoes bouncing around on the driveway. And you thought you were, you said, in your cute little voice, you said, Uncle Harry do Tyrannosaurus shit. Remember that? And then Uncle Harry pulled you by your ears and slapped your ass till it glowed pink like Rudolph's nose? Y- yes, I sort of remember that. Are we near the end here? Well, you don't have to get snappy, Holland. C- can you keep reading, please, Aunt Ruthie? The man with the big yellow hat put George into a little boat. And a sailor rowed them both across the water to a big ship. George was sad, but he was still a little curious. And, oh, my God, in this picture, we got a sailor in a rowboat, and the pervert in the yellow has a, his arm around the little monkey as they sit in the back. Oh, my God, this is like a child abduction here. Unbelievable, Holland. And Ruthie, it's not a child. It's a monkey. It's a mu- Can you fit? Hold on, Holland. Hang on. <laughs> oh, my God. Uncle, your Uncle Harry's starting to wake up. Did you hear him coughing? <laughs> yes, I think I, I heard that. Oh, my God. Did you hear the phlegm in his throat? Oh, God. I've got to go run upstairs to the medicine cabinet and get the mucinex. If I don't give him the mucinex, Holland, I swear to God, green fucking mucus dribbles out of his throat and um, like forms lily pads on the floor around the house. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the mucus coming out of your Uncle Harry. If I don't give him the mucinex, he drools, he coughs up big splats of green phlegm and it looks like goddamn lily pads all over our house. It's under... Oh, God, there we go. I got to go, Holland. So you're not going to finish the story? I don't have time. Your Uncle Harry comes first, but it was so nice talking to you. I'll call you back, little angel, and finish the story soon, okay? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, there goes a lily pad right on my... Oh, right on the fucking hardwood floor. Disgusting. Okay, Aunt Ruthie, I'll let you go. We We can finish the story another day. Thank you, little angel. Aunt Ruthie loves you. Goodbye, little angel. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's lily pads everywhere. Mucus lily pads. Oh, my God. Aunt Ruthie, you better go. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Okay, so there you go. Um... My Aunt Ruthie calling in and reading Curious George to me, and now I feel a little traumatized. Is she gone, Roger? All right, good. I mean, not good, but wow. Pretty pretty disturbing and odd. I, I, I guess 
she's probably going to want to call back at some point and finish the story. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, we got distracted by Uncle Harry's mucus lily pads, but... uh, So there you go, premium members. I hope you enjoyed this uh, this special uh, this special moment, this special phone call between me and my aunt Ruthie, and the reading of Curious George. Once again, thanks for being a premium member. Tell your friends to get on board so they can enjoy this craziness as well. And until the next premium member shout out. Chicken chow main, baby. So there you go. That's not the real chicken chow main. That's the recorded chicken chow main. Uh, So I hope you enjoyed that little peek inside the premium world. Please jump on and join. Become part of the premium membership and have the laughs that everyone else who's already joined is having. Thank you, my premium members that exist. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for letting me... Uh, let our regular pavement pounders have a little taste sample of what they're missing out on. And uh, thanks to all. And now here it comes. This is the official chicken chow main. And uh, we're back to our regular show, uh, the next podcast. Thanks, everyone. Chicken chow main, baby. <laughs>